I'd like to dedicate this episode to the click-clack of little paws that have been heard throughout episodes 216 to 329 of this podcast. Chico and Bambi have been my constant companions as I've recorded each week, and I am sad to announce that Chico crossed the Rainbow Bridge on Thursday the 6th of April, just the day before I flew out to Perth and two months to the day from when we lost Bambi. They will be sadly missed. Welcome to episode 331 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I am joining once again from Dharawal country. And my name is Melissa Ellis and I am back home on Wurundjeri country. I only landed yesterday afternoon and still operating on WA time. <laughs> oh, so it's dinner time for you. <laughs> this is right. not going to help me for tomorrow's Anzac Day dawn service. It will not. It will not. And look, obvious question there. Do you miss WA already, Mel? Oh, I do. Absolutely. Yes. Take me back. I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great time. I mean, we, we will get to a lot of that. Uh, naturally, a lot of our listeners will have heard some of the excitement and some of the experience in our last episode, which was taken almost completely uh, unedited from our Palm live recording. Glad to say the recording worked. It did. It was really good, Ollie. Well done. Good job. <laughs> good job. I was I was a little paranoid there. You might have heard me check once or twice, but <laughs> hey, it worked. Have you listened? Did you listen back? I did listen. Good. Yeah, I was listening on the drive home from the airport on Tuesday night. So yeah, it was nice to relive some of the memories, which naturally we're going to do very shortly as well. Uh, but I think as we alluded in the live podcast, and again, I feel rusty because we've had a couple of weeks off, so getting back into the, the swing of everything, uh, we we did mention in the live podcast that we have had our inbox gradually filling up. So worth making a mention. We're going to try a bit of catch up on the roving reports in this episode. We're going to leave Daz's on the the ways of the internet for now rather than the podcast, uh, at least for this episode. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll bring some of those roving reports a bit later on amongst the recaps. But, Mel, I'm not sure where we start. Do we start with your last parkrun day? Do we start with my last parkrun day? No, Do we go- I think I think we need to hear about you because you went home. You went home earlier. You didn't have the luxury of as much time in WA. Uh, I didn't, but yeah. But you were back home at Schlaber. I was back at Shell Harbour. Yeah, well, it was it was funny being back to, to normal home park run, but great to be home and, you know, nice to return to Shell Harbour. Uh, look, the, the team had everything under control, so I had a run and realised uh, I really don't feel like I'm in great shape at all. Everything hurts. And um, it's a good hurt, but it's a painful hurt. I need to get a bit more active. But on a more positive note was Ava, who when I mentioned I was planning to go to Parkrun this week, she said she'd like to barcode scan because she had enjoyed doing it with Hannah recently. 
Um, so yeah. I was very fortunate. Kathy brought her up just before start time and yeah, well, I was out there. She was kicking off. She was very ably scanning, cheering, and proudly showing everyone who'd listen uh, just how many finishes she'd scanned in. Uh, I was pretty chuffed when I saw just how much she was encouraging people across the line. Um, yeah, proud dad moment. Well done, Ava. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So Hannah's claiming all the credit naturally because Hannah did train her, but I think it just goes to show with our barcode scanning, as you, as you try it a few times, you, you get used to it. And, yeah, she's taken it like a, um, what is it? Is it fish to water, duck to water? What's the expression? Duck, I think. Duck, excellent. <laughs> fish would already have it down pad. Yeah, so that, I think so. <laughs> that was That was my parkrun day and great to have most of the event team there as well. We had one um, missing event team member who was off working after a bit of gallivanting around the country with an ankle harness. But that was my park run day, Mel, um, back in sunny Shell Harbour. Uh, your turn. Okay. Well, I'm going to attempt a summary of my two weeks in WA. So All I right. completed Freedom Runs at Harrison Island, Garvey Park, Cottesloe, South Beach Recreation Reserve, Apple Cross, Lake Claremont, Mundy Regional and Bunbury. I scanned my barcode officially at Claysbrook Cove, UWA and Margaret River Park Runs. I was generously hosted by the Channel 5 News crews, Sarah from the West Side, Sarah Jefferson and fiancé Matt Stevens, who incidentally completed his 25th volley on the morning of Palm at UWA and hadn't realised. So congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. yeah, congratulations, Matt, and thank you for volunteering. I enjoyed a cruise on the Swan River, climbed the bell tower at Elizabeth Quay, went to a rooftop bar in a Western costume, attended the opening ceremony of the Transplant Games at Optus Stadium, explored Kings Park, the largest park in the world, climbed up and down Jacob's Ladder, saw 360-degree views of Perth City from the 45th floor of the BHP building, Took the ferry to Rocknest Island, got a selfie with a quokka, visited the Bunbury Markets, experienced the solar eclipse through a cardboard pinhole, walked the Bustleton Jetty, toured the Jewel Cave, climbed the Cape Lewin Lighthouse, saw the black rays and dolphins at Hamlin Bay, an elephant seal on the beach at Augusta, checked out the Margaret River Pro, a chocolate factory and the Canal Rocks. <sighs> I made new <laughs> friends both at Palm and at Parkrun and fell in love with a beautiful grey cat called Winston. I would mm. like to thank David Messenger for jumping in and providing the Consolidated Club Report stats while I was away from home, Dave Ormark for the wonderful Welcome to Perth gift of Margaret River chocolates, and Johan for the South African socks and a copy of the book Winged Messenger, which was inscribed. To Mel, congratulations on your role as a parkrun adventurer. Best wishes, Bruce Fordyce, 2403. It's been arguably the best holiday of my life and I want to thank every single person who had a part in making it so special, not in the least to the office lady Sam Schroeder for her hard work in making sure all the social media continued during our podcast pause and for herding the masses for all the group photos. And to you, Ollie, for taking the lead in the preparation and live recording, including arranging the hiring of the equipment and ensuring the audio was captured for all to enjoy. 
Lastly, I can't express enough how grateful I am to Sarah and Matt, not only for their hospitality, but for including me in their life for two weeks and just being really, really lovely humans. I now declare Palm 23 closed. Roll on Palm 24. Well done, Mel. There's a, there's a lot in that recap and oh I can understand goodness. why that was such uh, yeah, such an incredible experience. Not just the Palm Weekend, obviously. You, you know how to stretch a palm. I did. That was a whole plantation. I'm getting yes. better at it, actually. <laughs> in Tassie yes. it was just the week before. Now I've gone the week yeah. after as well. Uh, which I highly recommend. And look, I mean, uh, a few of the things you mentioned there, yeah, I was present for just a few. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have great admiration. Unfortunately, yeah, the work commitments and obviously not having the family as well, you know, all, all factors for me, but uh, it was really such a pleasure to still be looking on and seeing people enjoying it just as it was beforehand to see people enjoying it and to have so many uh, of our adventurous community being able to make the most of you know getting over to WA it is a stunning place uh, and you know, I say that having uh, probably experienced a lot of its beauty simply through the photos of others not just Johans but others uh, but it's just an incredible location. And if I can jump in, Ollie, one of the things that I was really struck by was all the people that came to Palm mingled and they didn't mm. necessarily sit in their little groups of the people they already knew. If you were maybe the analogy of a teacher and, you know, the kids in the classroom, not just, uh, you know, you move the chairs around so they have to socialise. <laughs> Mm. and get to know different people. We didn't have to do that. Everybody was doing it themselves. Everybody was taking, really taking the opportunity to get to know the people that they they knew their name. They felt like they knew them through hearing us talk about them, through reading their comments on Dazzers, but everybody was jumping at the chance to meet these people in person. And I think it's it's, it's certainly not the case that, you know, we, we would be unhappy, you know, facilitating a few of the introductions because, uh, as my very poor uh, hand count from the live recording suggested, there were a number of people there for their first palm, and and you know that that can be a, you know, obviously it being a new experience, you know, it can be a, a whole uncertainty as to well, you know, will I meet people, will I mingle, but yeah, to your point, people welcomed that, and you know, I really want to thank everyone once again that was a part of that. Uh, it was just such a pleasure, and it was the highlight for me to be able to to spend a big chunk of that time with you know different people and and to get to experience it and to get to actually you know have a conversation. Sorry to some that it was very very brief, but to have a conversation with with almost everyone that I wouldn't otherwise get to. And I think that was the benefit for me for just staying on that bit longer and being there a little bit early was I got the opportunity to have a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time with different people. So, yeah, that was in my favour, having the extra time up my sleeve. But what about, Ollie? Mm, uh, yep. You know, what about some of the highlights, some of the favourite things? I mean, we did a mm. few freedom runs. So did, did. you have a favourite out of those? Okay. Well, I, I suppose in the freedom run equation for me, whilst I did visit Bundy um, on the Friday morning with Chris, which was a great experience, the freedom runs I'm, I'm counting in, in this piece is, you know, the the – the freezing Friday Frito at Cottesloe <laughs> with the, <laughs> the strong wind. Um, the afternoon 
Applecross Frito and, of course, um, Sunday's South Beach post-long run World of Hurt. Um, (laughs) 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 That's a beautiful spot and uh, I think for me, despite it being a world of pain, I think that that um, tunnel of trees at South Beach was was pretty special. So I have to say that that was probably a favourite, but yeah, very hard to pick. There are three beautiful uh, parkrun locations, and three I'm sure of many that, that could have been great locations to spend Saturday morning at actual real life parkrun as well. But yeah, I'd say South Beach Recreation Reserve. What about you? Oh, which was the one that had the uh, sort of boardwalk that was sort of right out over the water? Was that Applecross? That was Applecross, yeah, yes, yeah. on the so edge of I the really, river. Mm. I really liked that. And uh, and while it wasn't a Frito, I really do have to return to UWA and inspect a certain koi pond that I may have overlooked. <laughs> you didn't go past after the recording, I noticed. I did, yeah. I forgot. No. I forgot. I got whisked off in another direction. That's right. That's right. Look, it was a beautiful koi pond. I only had fleeting glances myself, but again, uh, thanks to Rodney for making sure I didn't miss a lot of those highlights. UWA, just a uh, beautiful surrounds. I'm not sure we really did the course description justice in the live recording. And I mean, for a two-lap course and a course that is, I think on face value, sounded quite confusing and probably looked quite confusing. Uh, the team have done a great job in, in laying that out and, and guiding us through and, you know, particularly when you add a very healthy parkrun crowd, it's it's difficult to get lost. Yeah, but mm. uh, but we didn't and mm. everything went smoothly. And what was what was Rodney's surname? Because there's that green that where we did the briefing at the start that Glossop yes. Green, Glossop yes. Green, yeah. yes. which is a lovely space <laughs> that's central to mm. the university. Now, you may think if you're conjuring up images in your head of a university campus that it would be all concrete, but it absolutely isn't. Uh, we had the group shot out the front of Winthrop. Winthrop Hall, that's Hall, right. Yeah, which yep. was a beautiful building sandstone. Would that be correct? I believe so. Um, and and yes. a, more of a... Um, period style building, not a modern university yeah, campus. So, that's yeah, that, right. it, it really was very picturesque. So, hmm. Yeah, yeah, 90 years old or thereabouts, I believe it is, and um, just the clock tower um, and the lawn in front of it. Yeah, yeah uh, and, amazing. And lovely that Cameron's story uh, requested mm. that we had a group shot out the front of Winthrop Hall at the conclusion of the park run. So I'm really glad. Thanks, Cam. Thanks for that because that photo is magic. I agree. And now, Mel, um, Saturday night, the costume party, which has been a palm tradition since day dot, it was really well embraced by everyone. So, yeah, huge, um, huge What's the word? I'm I'm lost for words. Um, <laughs> kudos, <laughs> kudos. That'll do. Yes, um, to everyone. I, I was very tempted to suggest we we start grouping because I think last year in in Hobart we did peel off and take you know, photos in different themes. We had a great Western theme. Oh yeah, and the half six pack of West Coast coolers would have you know, been fantastic. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, yeah. So there were some great costumes. What was your favourite? Uh, I was very impressed with our costume winners. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Our, um, our Pet Shop Boys. Pet Shop Boys, yep. Yeah. Based on the Go West song. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and that, that was very um, – very well judged by our guest judge, which was uh, Aaron. Yes, yes. Uh, and, um, yeah, it looks uh, – I'm <laughs> not sure where else to go with, with some of those. Even those that kept it relatively simple did a fantastic job there. Absolutely. We had the Baileys – the Bailey shot, two of the Bailey shot uh, who came in T-shirts indicating Australia is the West Island. That's right. That's right. A little bit cheeky, but, but very impressive. And Beck Bailey, yes. who was the uh, Greater Western Sydney Zoo. Western Sydney Zoo, that's right, managed yeah. to attach uh, a zoo's worth of animals, of figurines to herself. And if anybody didn't realise and had seen the photos, Beck had completely made that T-shirt by herself. A lot of work put into it and it looked very professional. I'm looking forward to, to going up to that zoo and just seeing whether uh, Beck can um, establish a, a line of merchandise up there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say if you could follow the map to find the audience. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's anyway. true. That's true. Mm. Uh, yes. And then yeah. we had uh, the Gores who were the Western advertiser. That was pretty clever that's right that's Mm. right and we had our west end representation from tasmania yeah the warwicks oh yeah that had me stumped for a while trying to figure that was a little bit cryptic yes 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 a few written clues but my favorite ollie my favorite i think is the two black swans (laughs) if you're gonna turn up in the same costume as somebody else well you know you want to be yeah. a black swan. I mean, that's right. That's <laughs> that was right. great. And and kudos to you for going to the mm. rooftop bar dressed as a black swan. Yeah, I don't know whether I was popular or unpopular <laughs> in the rooftop <laughs> bar in the black swan costume, but yeah, it was look, you know, on a dress up party night, you 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 dress up. So um, it was yeah, it was. Good fun. Absolutely. And I think it's now a tradition that you go out to a bar in your costume. (laughs) So it would seem. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Yes, as you did as well in your your shirt. I did. Yeah. Yeah, but I I, I probably could just get away with it a little bit better and just look like I might have just stepped out of I'm a celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was getting a few uh, looks in the aeroplane on the ride home actually. Oh, Yeah. In my puffer vest and my and my hat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. How true! Yeah. Yes, yeah. But Ollie, your favourite thing about the whole weekend? Ooh. Uh, I really should have thought about that. Um, you should have, because you wrote the note. <laughs> I did. <laughs> One job. Oh dear. Um, without trying to generalise too much, I think Saturday morning was just such a such a great experience. Um, seeing so many people together enjoying Parkrun, such a beautiful location, uh, that was a highlight for me. It really did go smoothly too, I have to say. Mm. Oh, and I should thank also the Baileys and Chris Fraser for their help with uh, some of the uh, equipment logistics and also Em and Angus for their help with my logistics as well. We should specially uh, call out Angus who took a lot of the group photos for us. He did a brilliant job. Yes, yes, yeah. And look more broadly, the junior contingent at Palm 
was, uh, I think, a, a, a healthy representation. And if I understand correctly, I think they'd, they'd come again. I do believe they have requested school holidays again next year so they can attend. <laughs> well, at least one did. Yeah. Mm. And it was our first Palm with international attendees. So, you know, Alison over from mm-hmm. New Zealand and Johan from uh, South Africa, that was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a, a fantastic effort from the both of them, and from from Axel with Alison as well, of course, of course uh, yes. in making the the trip out. Uh, so thank you, aforementioned juniors. Yes, <laughs> but that's uh, right. and Johan mm. putting us to shame touring in our own country with his <laughs> yes. uh, managing to get to Kubapedi. Mm, which we'll have a bit more on. I think next week we'll catch up with Johanna at Cooper Pedy, uh, or we'll hear from his experience there. But Mel, what about you? Your favourite thing? Oh, yeah, it, it's hard because there were mm. so many, and and each day I something else came along. And but I think the group trip to Rottnest Island. Yes, seeing the little cockers that would have to be. My highlight, um, they're just so cute. They're just so <laughs> cute and unique. They are scattered elsewhere on the mainland, but uh, it's quite it's quite a haven for the quokka mm. on Rottnest Island. That's right. And we do have a note here to give a bit of context for our international listeners uh, on quokkas. I mean, hopefully for your own well-being, you've heard of quokkas, you've seen quokkas before, but just in case, and and this will will point you in the right direction, I hope, um, uh, quokkas are a small macropod about the size of a cat, a domestic cat, Um, but in the last sort of 10 or 15 years, they've earned the reputation of being the world's happiest animals and symbols of positivity as the um the photos from the front of their faces make them look like they're smiling just due to their natural facial structures and um it was interesting to learn about the island I mean, obviously great opportunities to 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 read as you, as you travel around or to to hear from some of the local you know guides um and i think even our um, our West Australian locals were very informative, and uh, I know this note around the name Rotnest um, being attributed to the Dutch explorer, um, which I should have checked the pronunciation. Oh, I was going to say, I'm <laughs> sitting here waiting for you to say his name. <laughs> Willem oh, I'll give you, uh, it's Willem. Willem, thank you. That's really helpful. You want to help me with the surname? No. Uh, uh, Vlamen. How about yeah, that? that? What she said, uh, <laughs> but but um, in about 1696, I believe, yeah, the island was dubbed Rotternest, uh, i.e., Rat's Nest. That's a bit rude. <laughs> Mistaking those <laughs> those um, well, those beautiful little animals, the uh, small macropods themselves, as um, yeah, giant rats, really. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, but of course, the traditional owners uh, of Ross, Rottnest Island, the uh, Wajak Nunga people, um, knew of the island long before any of the European um, connection, and they called the island uh, Wajimup, which means place across the water where the spirits are. And yeah, over I think over ten thousand quokkas out there on the island today. I actually thought I'd heard that there was four times that number. So. Oh. Um, I'm glad the facts weren't just up to me. Maybe Wikipedia needs updating. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, mm. they have flourished, my understanding, is because they don't have predators. And I think the only threat to them may be snakes on the island. Tiger snakes. Mm. But uh, it was dingoes that introduced dingoes that had wiped out most of the population on the mainland, I am led to believe. Yes. Yeah. And... Look, a bit more context just while we're recapping Palm. The World Transplant Games, Mel, they wrapped up. Were you following the results? Because I did check the final medal tally. Okay. Okay, yes. Let us know. Did we win? Because we we did attend that opening ceremony, as you pointed out, and and the World Transplant Games were ongoing for the week. Um, Australia, which was well represented, uh, came second. Oh, was it South Came Africa? Second. No, South Africa did come in in ninth, though. So congratulations oh, okay. to our South African friends, New Zealand in 20. Um, Who won? Australia with 59 gold, 40 silver, 41 bronze. Um, no confirmation whether our four-year-old medaled yet. Um, <laughs> I haven't checked that. There was, believe it or not, a four-year-old competing yes. to um I think to you know, obviously to to spread you know the positivity and and to be involved in the positivity of of you know, the games themselves, which was just a tremendous achievement. Did we find out what uh, event the four year old was taking part in? Uh, no, not yet, okay. not yet. I'm afraid. Yeah, that's cute though. Yeah, yeah. very cute. Um, but congratulations to Great Britain and Northern Ireland who scored ah. one more gold medal than the Australians. Excellent. Well done. Well done to the motherland. That's right. Um, and I don't and know, anything. me. Me. <laughs> and you. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I am looking at the show notes and I'm seeing Mel throw oh, to roving uh, reports. Before you do, before you do, oh. I just wanted to extend the congratulations also to um, – uh, and, um, Mel, you, you kept me honest on this one beforehand. We didn't want to let it slip. Congratulations to Ralph from – my very own Shell Harbour Park Run event team uh, for his efforts in the Boston Marathon um, that very same weekend. Ralph managed a very impressive two hours, 57, and was it 24? Sorry, Ralph. I think so. Well, I wrote that down when I questioned it whatever day it was, if we had a result for Ralph, and that was what I got told. So if it's out by a few seconds, uh, not my fault. Net time, 257.24. Yep. Ah, there you go. My intel was good. And so, yeah, huge congratulations to Ralph. It sounded like a pretty horrendous weather day, um, but a great effort. And Karen Hamilton was over there with Ralph, and she ran the cheap marathon, <laughs> uh, the uh, on the Sunday, and congratulations to her um, finishing that in four forty three, thirty two. Nice work. Yeah, very good. Well, okay. So now, after that very long intro, <laughs> mm. we are going to throw to the roving reports that we're bringing you this week. So let's have a listen. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's Lyndall and I am heading to the start line of Western Springs Parkrun. 
It's April Fool's Day and the run directors here at um, Western Springs have offered everybody who comes dressed as a clown a free park run. How cool is that? <laughs> the run director did a great job of welcoming everybody. Um, set a really festive mood by asking us to give him a round of applause after everything he said. Um, and welcoming some visitors from far and wide, particularly ones from Wire Forest Park Run in the UK. Alrighty, I better go. It's about to start. I'll talk to you after the run. Alrighty, I have found a few intrepid international parkrun adventurers. What are your names? I'm James. I'm Vivian. William. Now, William, you are becoming a local here in Auckland, is that correct? That is, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get down in more, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you've settled in New Zealand for a bit? Yeah, for the last five years Yeah. so. Yeah. And visitors from the UK and visitors from the UK today. Yes, that's me, James. I'm visiting from Shropshire in England. And me, Vivian, we're visiting from the UK too. Yeah. And this is Chloe. And I live here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Now Western Springs, I had a great time today. Did you enjoy the course today? Beautiful course. I was just saying to Will uh, last week the um, in, in England the, the the course it was all bare trees in the forest. We turn up here and it's like it's like a rainforest. Yeah. It's so green and lush and beautiful. So, yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Indeed. And your first international park run today. Correct. First one abroad, yes. Yeah. All right. But you've done plenty at home. So, I'm going to ask you yeah. for a top three park runs that isn't your home park run. Okay. The uh, Fellfoot Park Run in the Lake District is one of my favourites. Uh, Pool Harbour Park Run, um, because I think I did quite a good time there. Yep. And my first ever park run was Ashton Court in Bristol. So a bit of a mixture there, some because of the course, some because of a time and some because it was your first. You you always remember your first, don't you? That's right, yes. I remember my first, yeah, um, 2012. Fantastic, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And since then you've done a bit of adventuring around the traps. Yeah, well, we've got a lot planned. We've only just, mum and dad have just arrived, so we're, we're, yeah, we're going to, do a mini tour of New Zealand there's so much to see we won't catch it all but uh, yeah that's yeah. the plan so what's on next on your list so next weekend is going to be uh, Taupo and Tongariro and then we're going to get up to well hopefully sunny Pai here and do a bit of island hopping after that yeah. fantastic alright and now your parkrun journey 10 years in the making is that the same for all of you well, we started, where do we start? My park run. Little Stoke. So Little Stoke, which is actually one of the only park runs to be cancelled cancelled by the council. Oh, yes. So it no longer that. exists that anymore. That, that but we used, to lo- we used to love that park yeah. run. Yeah. And that was where I did my PV as well. Um, but this is probably only my second or third course. So there's many more to come, yes. hopefully. <laughs> now, the run director put down a um, challenge to beat your home park run's top time. Yeah. Did you achieve that today, Will? Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, that was really nice, wasn't it? The run director had done a bit of homework, homework so nice. on your home park run. Yeah. How lovely was that? What was it? What did that feel like? That, that felt special. It felt like we were really invited yeah. and that, yeah, we were welcomed in. We liked that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did well. Bless him. I thought he did a great run briefing. Yes, me too. Me and you too. didn't get the mama about the clowns either. No, didn't we would have come as clowns. I love it. I love dressing up. <laughs> no, well, I wouldn't have had anything to wear. So, <laughs> all right. Now, is there, what would you like the park run adventurers to know about your home park run? Who would like to take that question? Okay. It's um, it's a quite a hilly course. Yep. 
It's uh, uh, forest trails, so really nice, nice terrain. Yep. Um, lots of ups and downs. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, lovely course. People um, often find it quite challenging, and uh, their time is often a bit slower at our park run, <laughs> but that doesn't matter. And the name of that park run? It's Wire Forest, which uh, is um, part of a huge forest in the West Midlands yeah. in the West UK. In, yeah. And we've got Mar- we have marshals all over. So when you turn a corner, there's a marshal standing there with a bell or a football oh, thing yeah, and shouting, yeah. saying, "Well done, good running," and that helps. Yeah. That helps. That's, Just when you're flagging, yeah. that helps. <laughs> That's amazing. It sounds like my home park run is the same. It's a trail in a forest, and it's quite hilly. Yes. So it sounds like sounds like I should put that one on my list if I'm ever in the UK. You should definitely. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of volunteering now, don't we? Yeah, you were run direct. So I've done some run directing lately. Yep. Um, which is good. It's just good fun. You get to know all the volunteers, yeah. and it's just an amazing community. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Well, I'll leave it there. Thank you so much for having a chat to me. Happy adventuring for the next few weeks and safe travels home. And um, we'll. Yes. Thanks, Parkrun. It's an amazing part of our lives, isn't it? Yeah. All righty, Parkrun adventurers. I've found Adam. He is the run director today. How did your day go today? A bit of improvisation today, Adam. Lots of improvisation because I forgot the tokens, um, but it always works out. So, yeah, all good. Yes, indeed. Now, Western Springs Park Run, how long have you been going here? How long have I been? Western Springs has been going for about five or six years, uh, possibly longer. I'd need to check, but um, I've been doing it now for a few years. And how did you get into Park Run? I started uh, exercising with a friend, started park running at Western Springs uh, for a few weeks and then uh, liked it so much that um, I just love the spirit of park run and I love the routine and listening to a run director do their chat in the morning, I kind of wanted to be part of that so then I volunteered and became a, a run director. Excellent, that's fantastic. And how many, what's the community like here at Western Springs? It sounds like it's a pretty tight community. Uh, yeah, there's a tight community of run directors and then there's a really nice group of volunteers that are pretty consistent, so there's never any problems filling the roles and um, well, we just try to make it as fun as possible and inclusive as possible. Yes, you did have a bit of fun with your briefing this morning. I always have fun with my briefings in the morning because I think it just lightens up everyone's day. Um, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Now, Western Springs Park Run, would you like to describe the course for me? Yeah, it's free laps um, of our lake, and uh, it's about 1.6 kilometres per lap. As if there's one little hill that everybody hates that you have to do three times. Uh, apart from that, it's normally lions roaring first thing in the morning and just a lovely, lovely morning. Excellent. Now, you set down a challenge this morning for a course record. Did we get a course record today? I don't think so. No, no. The course record here for, for the men is 15.53 and someone <laughs> almost beat that last week. Yeah. But uh, no, we haven't got a course record today. So pretty fast. Pretty fast though, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so that English um, park run uh, one-upped us today. They, yes, they definitely have statistically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, is there anything else that you would like the parkrun adventuring community to know about western springs parkrun oh hey no just parkrun in general is just um it's just a magical thing because people love the routine i've seen people come through here in the last few years that started off you know some people quite overweight and they've they've literally just lost all that weight by just being consistent each week and turning up and um 
lovely George who's behind you has got cerebral palsy and we we just make sure he has the best time when he ever when he comes here and so for me that's the only part that makes it worthwhile park runs for everyone yeah exactly yeah <laughs> all right well thank you adam for talking to me today thank you for everything that you've done for park run and just one moment i'm just going to put my phone here for one moment <laughs> thank you very much thank you Okay, I've tracked down Michael. Michael is the event director for Western Springs Park Run. And now I've got, I've got a, one question for you, Michael. Were you in on the joke or did you get got today on April Fool's Day? No, I was in on the joke. <laughs> I thought, any excuse to dress up, I'm going to dress up. Yes, indeed. Well, you look great and you were park walking. So when I arrived, I saw two people in tutus but nobody else and I thought are they just really excited to be park walking or is there I something there going on some, there were some others <laughs> yes there were there were indeed yeah. not, not too many but no yeah no but what That's a great good. April Fool's um yeah. event and yeah. it might become a regular here yeah I hope it does I always love dress up events yeah, yeah we promote them you know especially the tutus the tutu yeah. days yeah excellent um, now event director here at Western Springs can you tell me a little bit about this event oh Okay, um, we started about seven years ago. Uh, a guy called Mike Wilkinson set up the park run, um, and, and I was a little bit involved um, helping him out. Um, and then about three months later, he decided to go overseas. So, um, um, so I took over um, as event director. And, and um, we love our event here. It's three laps around the lake, and it's right next to the zoo. So we get a lot of people that come do the event, and they go to the zoo afterwards. By the changing rooms just down there, they used to have um, um, male lions. And so when the, the run starts early morning, we'd get all the lions roaring, <laughs> which was just so cool. But they don't have the male lions anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> that is a bit of a shame. Yeah. But the lake here is beautiful. Is. Absolutely lovely. I really enjoyed I don't like lapped courses, but this one was pretty nice, I have oh, to cool. say. Yeah. And, and you now, like the, our little sharp hill at the end? Oh, look, I'm, I'm, my <laughs> home park run has a massive hill. Oh, okay. I still walk up every hill I come to, so <laughs> I've walked up yours as well. It's a nice little hill. I know, it is. <laughs> Everyone complains about it, but it's so tiny. <laughs> yeah, well, you get to three, do it three times. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Just, <laughs> all right. Just, just sprint up the hill and you're all right. Yeah. Now, this part, podcast is a park run for people who adventure to different park runs. Oh, okay. So have you done much of that in your time? Uh, yeah, I'm up to about 18 different park runs, yes. I've, I've done um, Burnaby Park, park Run in Canada. So um, at their inaugural event, in fact, which was really cool. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And, um, and I've done a few in Melbourne and... Um, um, yeah, but that's all overseas that I've done, and, and a lot around New Zealand, yeah. yeah. Planning to do one in Wellington shortly. Excellent. Just Excellent. drive down overnight and, yep. <laughs> and uh, drive down on the Friday, do the park run and drive back. Yeah. <laughs> so you are an adventurer at heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I um, want to get my park run. I want to try and get all of them. Yeah, in, a, in New Zealand? Zealand yeah. yeah. And how many are there? Oh, I think there's 36 now. Yeah. Okay, so you've got a little way to go? Yeah, a little way to go. They're all in the lower South Island or lower North Island. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so a few more adventures to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, I'm going to put you on the spot here, can you give me a top three park runs, not including Western Springs? Top three park runs, not including Western Springs. Yeah, I like Rotorua. Yeah, Rotorua is a really good one. Yeah. Um, it's not called Rotorua though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rotorua. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and 
Hobson Ball. Oh, I quite Wanaka. like and Wanaka is really nice. <laughs> Wanaka is really nice. Yeah, a bit of trail, you know, and and um, and you've got that famous tree that everyone takes a photo in the lake oh. run past. So that was really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do like the Hobson one. And the Hobsonville one is really good. Yeah. Is that here in it's Auckland? A, yeah, it's in Auckland. It's in West Auckland. Um, it's an out and back course. Yeah, around the um, bay. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. All right. Um, now, is there anything else that you would like the parkrun adventurers to know about Western Springs Parkrun? Did you say about all the beautiful wildlife? I did. Well, yeah. I said about the zoo and, and all <laughs> the, the, the lake and the. I saw the elephant. Yeah, you, you usually run past the elephant. You can see it yes. most mornings. Okay. Yeah, um, and and the lake with all the birds is yeah. beautiful. Um, also, it's it's the, one of the easiest park runs to get to in Auckland. So, so if you if you're staying in town, there's a bus directly to here and back again. So it's really easy. It's, so we get a lot of park run tourists. Usually up to twenty new different people per week. There were plenty today from England, Germany, yeah. a couple of Queenslanders. I'm not sure where else. I'm not sure either. I think that was it, yeah. yeah. So there was a few. That I've got to admit, that's why I came here. It was easy. I was very disorganised during the week and just found the easiest one to get to. Yeah. And I thought, if it's at the zoo, it must be easy to get to. Yeah, yeah it is easy to get to. It's really good. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for talking to me today. Oh, that's right. um, I'm going to go and hunt for an elephant. Yeah, it's just down there on the left. You'll find it. <laughs> Okay, I have got regular Western Springs Park runner Katina with me. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. And how was your run today? Uh, it was good. I came late, but uh, as usual, you can come late, but you still run to finish. Yes. Yeah. I actually loved it. And I found my friend's daughter running along, and then I just started pacing here. That became even more fun. Oh, fantastic. So you helped someone else with their park run today. That's right. <laughs> now, how did you get involved with park run? So, park run... I was just looking for something to do with my kids, something that didn't cost anything, and something social that we could get involved with. Um, I had a child who had like a lot of uh, health issues, so I just wanted something to do that didn't require a lot of effort. And somebody pointed out parkrun, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> and then looked around to see which one was the closest. Western Springs was closer. So we came the first time, we didn't know anything about like uh, barcodes and stuff like that because I just wanted to run. Yeah. And that's how we got involved. Got our barcodes, started coming regularly, but they wanted the paper, which yeah. we always forgot. Uh, but we loved it. We did it because we loved it, yeah. not to become number one or to compete with anybody. And that's how even my kids, it was also to get my kids uh, to get used to getting up and looking forward to something so more, more like a motivational strategy and building up on their sort of like self-determination and, you know, perseverance, like you got to do this, you know, if you start something, you finish it, even if you're last, yeah. Fantastic, what a wonderful story. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And I think it is that parkrun that actually helped me to start looking at training more regularly because it's five kilometres, but if you look at my training, whether it's tr through Strava or anything, five kilometers has become my baseline yep. where I'm like, I'm just going for a little jog. Little jog means 5Ks. And <laughs> if you can run five kilometers continuously without puffing out, you can run any distance. And I say that because I'm able to just get up and do a 165. That's 100 miles from training 5Ks every day. 
Remarkable. So 165, how many times have you done that distance? So I've done that twice so far, but I've done 100Ks. So I do ultras as well. Yes. And my training, I'll be honest, is usually these little 5Ks, 5Ks, <laughs> and a few races on weekends. Like I could do a 15 or a 21 or a 42 on a, on a Sunday, but that's just about it. It sounds like you're a little bit more gifted than I am because... <laughs> My ultra training is not that easy. <laughs> well, they say it's mental, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it is a mental thing because you have to push your mind to say, I can do this. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Now, so you talked about your sons. Your sons, are they here today? Oh, uh, So he's not here today. Um, yeah. No, not today. But. I've got a daughter who is, who is 17, she's turning 18 soon, and my son is 14, and they run with me. So everyone was asking, yeah, so we've got this team of parents where we discuss why we come to Parkrun, and you would hear some of the parents saying, my two kids are my why, because I want them to just get up, because you know, young people get up to no good. But if they get up every Saturday knowing that I'm going with mom for a run, and then I get a whatever hot chocolate, that's something to look forward to. The only time you get ice cream is Saturday. Yes. My kids is the same. So they, we, we kind of like know each other. It's a group of like four parents, four, four families. Yep. Hey, where is Tanaka today? Because he usually comes here and competes with everybody, trying to beat everyone's uh, PV, <laughs> trying to beat his mom. So no, he's not here today, but uh, that's one of the things yeah. that we use as well as a way Fantastic. to try and push our kids to do something. Yeah. yeah. And that's really worked, clearly. It has worked, I'll be honest. And personally... I people sometimes ask to say how I managed to even get gold uh, trophies from races. It's because of parkrun. It's the parkrun, and I, I I wouldn't have said it any better because the parkrun is always the day before my race, and I'll tell you I'm running tomorrow, but I'm here. And no excuse. No excuses. No excuse at all. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, what is next then? I'll just one more question. What is next? What's your next run? Next run is Waterfront yes. Half Marathon tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yes. So we are excited. It's the last race in the five half marathon series, yep. which is amazing. And it's with the running events. They are, I would say, the best race organizers yeah. ever because we, we do all their series. We yes. just finished one series two weeks ago. Yes. This is the last one for this year, and then we move on to the next. Well, that is wonderful. I wish you all the best with your run tomorrow. Is there anything else that you would like the listeners of the podcast to know about your home park run here or anything else in general? Yes. So this is my home park run. I did try to run away and go to Oiraki. Yes. And uh, I ran there for a few weeks, competed, and then I came back with a PB. And then now I've come here and great social group and we know each other even when we book races we kind of like have a group where we chat in there to say hey are you doing this one so come and join us free and it's just beautiful even if i sleep late when i know that it's saturday i'll be honest with you i would rather be late than not turn up as long as i'm in auckland like today i'm doing police training and in the morning, uh, it's, as soon as we were like about to finish, I was like, guys, I have to go. So please bring your family something to look forward to. It will build their confidence and great people as well. Amazing. And you can train for your races in the park run. 
try some food, nutritional stuff during park run, your hydration during park run. They bring some shoe people here sometimes to try shoes on at park run. Try them out. (laughs) Try them out. (laughs) Well, that is incredible. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you for being part of this park run. It's a brilliant park run. Lovely people here. Great uh, organ, uh, what do you call them as well? Uh, Race directors Directors, as well. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. All the best with your run tomorrow. And hopefully I'll see you another time at a park run. Thank you so much. Alrighty, Parkrun Adventures. Well, that is a wrap from me from Western Springs Parkrun in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, I did go hunting for elephants. I didn't see one. I did hear her. I heard her a couple of times. Unfortunately, could not get any audio. I stood there for a little while. But anyway, that is the only disappointment here. This is an awesome parkrun in a beautiful spot close to Auckland City. Check it out if you're here. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Sarah here on the west side, checking in for the Channel 5 News crew. I'm checking out Margaret River Parkrun this morning. What a stunning morning. And we are here with... Pollyanna. <laughs> Hi, Pollyanna. Um, how did you find Margaret River Parkrun this morning? Uh, well, I do parkrun in Perth, uh, and uh, I'm just spending here the weekend. So I said, where's the parkrun around here? And I googled it and find very easily. And what a beautiful place. Oh, my God. Amazing. What were some of the highlights on the course? Uh, the view. Oh, in the middle of the forest with a lake, a river, and a lot of trees. It's insane. So yeah. beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, there's lots of people um, in the, the adventurers community who say that Margaret River is one of their top three park runs. So I'll be interested to hear if um, Mel thinks the same, but what do you rate? Do you reckon it's one of your top three park runs? Uh, definitely. For yeah. me, it would be the top one so far. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I will be back here for that. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. And is it the Margaret River Pro that brings you down to Margaret River? Yeah, that's it. There's yep. a surfing comp here, so yep. we are here to watch it. Awesome. And do some park runs in between. Yeah, definitely. Well, Never going to lose it. Yeah. Well, it was nice to meet you, and I hope to see you on some adventures soon. Yeah, definitely. Nice to meet you too. Thank you. Bye, guys. So I'm here at Park Run Coffee with Sam at the Hairy Marin. Sam, what have you noticed about the coffee shop? Well, there was a long queue of people looking forward to their coffee and what a treat. We got to the front to realise it's happy hour from 8 to 9am, $3 coffees. What a delight. So calling to the Hairy Marin after Margaret River Park Run. Love it. Crazy. Um, never known happy hour in the peak time of coffee, hey? I know. How good. And a beautiful view. What a place. And there are bikes here if you want to rent a bike, I guess, and go for a um, That's it. adventure yep. through the trails. Exactly. Don't run too fast. You'll need to save those legs for a bike ride. Thanks for that top tip, Sam. G'day everyone, Caveman Cam here, checking in from Claysbrook Cove. Oh, after last night's chilling with some cocktails and some champagne, I think I might just quietly hide behind... No, I think I'll just go have a chat somewhere. Let's see who's around. I want you to say hello, Podrick. Hey, hello, Cameron. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Great, I'll together, yeah. Just finished... Uh Clearbank 5k here, park run, beautiful park run. Oh, it is, it's lovely, right in the, the banks of the river, a couple of bridges, I always forget which river we're at. Uh, yeah. So, where, where are you from? I'm from Southern Ireland, uh, Cork, Cork County. Oh, okay, yeah. so what would be your local around that way? My local park run is Glengariff, beautiful uh, um, nature reserve park run in Ireland, uh, one of the most beautiful park runs in the whole country. Are you a bit biased? Ah, very biased, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being Irish, we're always biased. 
Uh, we always go for our own. So, uh, yeah. I have about 150 park runs done and about nearly 50 volunteers. So. Oh, well done! That's a good ratio. Uh, absolutely, yes. I'm I'm happy. We've lovely, lovely team there. Lovely team of uh, who help out in park run every Saturday. So, what brings you to bright, sunny Australia on today? Family. I have family in Sydney. Family in Melbourne, and they're all coming in to Perth this weekend. So uh, we're first here, so we said we'd do the park run and uh, get ready for the weekend. Uh, that's the best way to start the weekend, isn't it? Put up a bit of edge, as I say. So you're going to drag the rest of the fam into the park run next week? Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We're going to be probably in Margaret River next uh, next Saturday. So I can thoroughly recommend doing Margaret River Park Run. It is beautiful. Is it? Oh, great. Absolutely lovely. Super. We'll, uh, we'll give that a go so when we get down there, hopefully. Fantastic. Well, it's been lovely talking to you, Podrick. Lovely and uh, nice maybe to meet we'll you. bump into it another day. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, that was a bit of a challenge. But now I'm going to go check out and have a chomp. I'll catch you later. Bye. And thank you very much to our roving reporters from, well, Parkrun Day just gone, but also our earlier April Parkrun Days. Um, so Cam there, uh, obviously feeling great around Claysbrook Cove <laughs> and Lyndall <laughs> at Western Springs in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, and uh, Sarah there at Margs, uh, which I, I love the nickname. But Mel... I believe we've received a bit more audio, so I think maybe we should pause and just listen to this late bit of audio. Um, question for you. Caveman Cam, I'm just listening to your palm pod. Caveman Cam, is he quick? You said that he gets around quite a bit. Dash Cam, perhaps? Was Dash Cam ever considered a name? So uh, thank you very much to Mr. Denny Norman of the With Me Now podcast and yeah what do you think about that we didn't have that in the the poll at our live recording caveman cam or dash cam from danny's suggestion um so i believe mel you have confirmed cam does run at a tidy pace yeah and he did the recording for us uh so that that's that's very appropriate um <laughs> uh or dashing to um hug the porcelain huh <laughs> Well, <laughs> after four cocktails, two pints and five hours sleep. Yeah, justified. Justified, maybe. Um, but, yeah, no, some, some good suggestions. I love the idea of dash cam. So very apt. And, Cam, uh, I believe you need to send us the footage to throw on our YouTube channel from the morning. So um, thank you in advance for that. And thank you once again for, well, for being dash cam. But, Ollie, more to Sarah's audio from yes. Margs, I thought I'd give you a bit more detail from the morning. So, Margaret River, firstly, can I just say, referring back to Mel Urbacher's visit in February of 2018, episode 101, I did not locate the undie tree. Oh. Nor did I find anybody who knew anything about it. But then again, <laughs> I didn't survey the whole crowd, so that, that might be on me. But I can concur that Margaret River Park Run is indeed a stellar trail course as described by my lovely predecessor and, to recap, is an out-and-back course that starts, conveniently, by the toilets and finishes, conveniently, by the Hairy Marin Cafe, as you heard in the audio. What is a hairy marin, Mel? I'm glad you asked, Ollie. This is the most threatened freshwater animal in the southwest, with only a small number of mature animals left in the wild from only a few locations in a small section of Margaret River. 
Sarah and I were amongst the field of 109 and I was pleased but also somewhat surprised to discover I'd finished with my fastest time in 11 months, which I can only assume is thanks to the increase in exercise over the last two weeks in WA plus all the stairs I've been climbing. It was a very friendly and welcoming event team, but just a note for tourists that they don't seem to use their future roster and aren't overly active on social media, so do drop the event team a short message to confirm that they're running. Margaret River is a very well-known wine region and a popular tourist destination, so if you come for a visit, make sure to head to the tourist information so you don't miss anything. After park run and a quick swim in the motel pool, we wandered the main street and the Margaret River Farmer's Market, which is open every Saturday from 7.30am. The main street is full of gift shops and local retailers showcasing their wares and was a very enjoyable way to spend the morning. So, Ollie, this was a much quicker middle section than our Mm. very long introduction, but it is now time for us to hear from the birthday boy. Howdy, it's the birthday boy here with some of the goings on for May 2023. This month has eight, yes, eight park run days. There are four regular park run days plus four special days. The special days are country specific and are as follows. Norway on the 1st for Labor Day, Japan on the 4th for Greenery Day. Then we've got Finland on the 18th for Ascension Day and Netherlands on the 29th for Whit Monday. Labor Day, we should all know about, hopefully. It's the eight hours of work, eight hours of rest, and eight hours of play each day. And the movement began back in 1889. Greenery Day in Japan is celebrated as a day to appreciate nature and be grateful for its blessings. Greenery Day was originally established in 1989. Ascension Day is a Christian religious holiday and has been celebrated since the fourth century of the Common Era. Whit Monday, is another Christian religious day known locally as Pinse. Uh, Please excuse my horrible accent. For us non-traveling folk, we have the four regular park run days. Week one on the 6th, week two on the 13th, week three on the 20th, and week four on the 27th. A reminder first with the standard anniversary caveat, Events may celebrate what they like, when they like, so please check all details with the local source, i.e. their webpage and or their Facebook page. This is especially true for dress-ups, cakes, etc. Now, are there any events joining Main Beach with their 12th anniversary? No. The next to join them on 12 will be New Farm, Queensland in September. And there are no 11s in May either. Sad face. There are some 10s if you are so minded. Cleveland, Curl Curl, Varsity Lakes and Highlands. Check the parkrun map to learn more about them. Now for the exciting dates. The first anniversaries. Across Australia in May we have Elliot Heads Beach in week one. They are in Queensland. Southern Highlands Botanic Gardens, New South Wales are in week two. And that's it. Now, I have received a request to also include anniversaries for junior park runs. And no, this request didn't come from Mel. May includes Westerfold's junior park run on the 28th, turning five. 
June will see Thorndon Junior Park Run turning three. January includes the mouthful that is Ainsbury Heritage Trail Junior Park Run, who will also turn three. Next February, we've got Bellevue Park Junior Park Run turning three. What a popular age for junior events. And finally, next April, we will see Des Connor Park Junior Park Run also turning three. As with all Park Run adventures, the Park Run cancellations page is a valuable tool. See parkrun.com.au forward slash cancellations. The official cancellation page contains information for the coming weekend, plus two further outer weeks. If you are adventuring later in May, be sure to check it again later when it is refreshed. Well, see you next month for some more birthday boy banter, and be sure to let Mel and Ollie know if you have any requests. Thank you very much to the birthday boy for, well, all the special days to talk about. But we've got some other people having special days and and sharing their news of their travels. Mel, we have some mail. We do, and we've had ample mail. So, again, we need to drip feed these. That's right. That's right. So the Jacksons are on a world tour. Not the musical. Well, I don't know, actually. They might be musical, but uh, let's call them the Bathurst Jacksons. Uh, Stephen and Jen are on the world tour, and we, we're we going to bring you the first two installments we have here from their world tour, and then we'll catch up on the subsequent weeks in our next pod. But whilst I don't think I, I have a record of a week one email, this comes from uh, Stephen and Jen on week two who said, hello, Ollie and Mel and the office lady. So week two of our trip and due to parkrun being suspended in France, we had to find one nearby. Therefore, a three-hour train trip to Amsterdam saw Jen and I at Amsterdam Bosch parkrun this morning. Six degrees Celsius and wet, very muddy, but as ever, about 100 friendly parkrun addicts from around the globe, including a couple that spotted Jen in her Punish shirt, exclaiming they had done the Punish. Hello to Colleen and Michael Anderson, a great natter, both during and after at the coffee shop, sorting tokens and helping out, as ever, a great way to meet and chat with other obsessives. On the train back to Paris now, with a bit of a run planned for both of us tomorrow. The Paris Marathon. Next week, another country, another parkrun. And following on from that was week three, which they said we survived our Dutch parkrun Paris Marathon double last weekend with six hours of train travel and have now moved on. We are up to our third foreign parkrun with Lovestein in Norway this morning. A small friendly parkrun, double out and back, all on a wide trail and definitely hilly. One hill done twice is 13%. I ran then barcoded. Jen Tal walked with a friend, Hilda, we recruited for her first parkrun, and we finished with a coffee and a great faff at a nearby cafe. A tight, friendly 23 finishes. Lovely weather, bright and sunny, and two degrees. Interestingly, we met Hilda cycling online in Swift three years ago, and this is the first time we have met in real life, hence the reason for a Norwegian parkrun. Jen and I were definitely feeling last Saturday's parathon. Parathon. (laughs) 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 I just made up a new term. (laughs) Paris Marathon, where we had another Hey Jacko moment where a runner 
we hadn't seen for three or four years who now lives in the USA, bounced up on the banks of the Seine and got a selfie and a chat at about the 33-kilometre mark. So some more volley credits, another park run, another country, and as ever, a delightful community. We trust your Perth Palm is going well as we slum it over here. Only a faint case of FOMO. Take care. High fives to all. Cheers, Stephen and Jen. P.S. Thanks for the punished mention. Entries are going well as we plan to head back into the pits this year. And thank you very much, Stephen and Jen. So we'll, we'll catch more from their adventures next week. But we have another email, and this one from, well, a familiar name uh, for you, Mel, Sarah from the West Side. Now, would you like me to read Sarah's? Oh, do so, please. Okay. Sarah says, hi there. I saw this on the Hampton Oval Parkrun page for their 100th event. I thought a few of the recaps were interesting. It's up near Caratha, Sarah. And, um, well... Yes, there were some interesting uh, items here. The stats from Hampton Oval, uh, they obviously ran their 100th park run, Ollie. That's right. And uh, how about I'll read the first sort of half-ish and then you can read the other half? It's a deal, yes. Okay, so at Hampton Oval's, I think this is the stats on the No, is this – no, this is the stats over the 100 park runs that have gone before. (laughs) Otherwise, it's a pretty eventful day, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so there have been one crocodile, two weddings, three course changes, four pram attempts, crazy, five official wheelbarrow park runs. Uh, We need a FYI on that. Seven different dogs, nine unofficial wheelbarrow park runs. Huh? 10 within the top 10 preferred by visitors. Okay, 10 times within the top 10 preferred by visitors, I guess. 35 different clubs represented and 49 kilos of horse poop on the trail avoided. This was almost sounding like a very interesting 12 days of Christmas. Um, (laughs) 68 times the most volunteer, Finlay Milliner, 76.99 Percent second highest age graded, so that's Eloise there. Uh, 86 times um, the most HO park runs. Hampton Oval. Ah, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I love it when you get surprised. <laughs> As a former Hobart resident that listened to HO FM, my mind just went straight back. But um, yeah, that <laughs> that would have been obvious. Uh, Dion Alcorn, uh, 91 times. Breakfasts at Soak, 100 times park runs, 245 PBs, 350 finishes, 819 icy poles consumed, and 1,566 finishes. Um, okay, so 350, that's unique people, mm-hmm. and 1,566 would be individual times... Crossing the line. Crossing That's right. Crossing the line. How yeah. did they get the icy pole figure? Counted them. What? Counted them. They counted the icy poles. Well, I mean, I, I can't say for sure, but that's what I would do. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> they keep a running tally. Okay. That's right. But congratulations, Team HO. Yeah. All right. So somebody from Hampton Oval, can you please get in touch and uh, give us some information on unofficial and official wheelbarrow park runs? That's right. I think there's a story there, Ollie. Well, I think there's also a story in how many other kilos of horse poop were not avoided on the trail. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. But do you want to hear about the Consolidated Club report? I do. I do. I knew you would. Well, the Adventurers Consolidated Club report for Saturday the 22nd of April 2023. Of a total of 415 members, 336 took part on this date at 181 locations. In the UK, there were 25. There were three in South Africa, two in the USA and one each in Ireland, Japan and Poland. Locally, we had adventurers at 39 events in the greatest state, back on top where we belong, Mm -hmm. 36 in New South Wales, 32 in Queensland, 18 in WA. So numbers up across WA with all the adventurers still in town. There were nine events in South Australia, five in Tassie, four in the ACT. We've got the North Island with three and the Northern Territory and the South Island each had one. So that gives us another bowling strike. Thank you, Mel. I mean, you were doing that whilst on holiday in a spectacular location. So uh, thank you. No problem. Do you want to know the largest frond? I think you read my mind <laughs> once again. We're giving it to Schlaber. They had 10 adventurers with housemate Lance, Oliver Spake, Karen Hamilton, Chris Fraser, Gordon and Julie Turner, Louise Aitken, Kristen and Devlene McKenzie and Galen Cooper. Yes. How about that? How about that? <laughs> but I've got a question for you, Ollie. Yes. Were any of those people actually adventuring or were they all at home? <laughs> they were indeed at home. Mm. That's right. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, well. Still good, uh, what would you say, good passionistas, representation. That's right. That's right. I mean, there are a few better places to adventure than right here in Shell Harbour, I have to say. Make sure you let us know when you get some adventurers. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly will. Uh, So what what else is news? Ah, well, we had another launch in Victoria on Saturday. Yak and Danda Rail Trail launched, uh, and I will... Most likely preview it next week. Okay, excellent. But I do want to say, Ollie, thank you again. I mentioned it briefly in my recap. David Messenger, he uh, was great stepping in while I was away from my desktop and uh, was giving the very brief, what was I calling them, self-serve consolidated club reports. David took it upon himself to jump in and give all the stats so We really appreciate that, David. And he has included some extra stats um, Mm -hmm. as well for your enjoyment. Wonderful. So check those out if you haven't already. Yeah, what a gesture. Um, Thank you so much, David. We appreciate it immensely. And, well... I mean, that's that's bringing most of our recaps to an end. Uh, I know that, you know, coming up in our episodes, uh, we still have at least a handful of roving reports we'll get to in episode 332 and potentially beyond, Mel. But what else is coming up on the horizon for you? Um, I think you've just mentioned, really, haven't you? I did, yes. <laughs> I plan to head out to country Victoria, to Yakandanda, and... Hmm? Um, 
go and see what's been happening while I've had my back turned, Ollie. Yep. Gosh, you were away for two weeks and they launch new events. They do. They do. Bless them. But it's all fun. So look forward to wandering out there and seeing what adventurers I bump into. Yeah. No, well, I wish you happy travels. I will be travelling a much shorter distance. I'll be staying home. I'm on the run directorship this Saturday, so I look forward to spending a park run day at home where it's meant to be pouring rain. So that will be good fun. Oh, dear. <laughs> Slippery, slidey, muddy hills. Yes. You should be either in Victoria or WA because we are having some lovely weather. I can't, You know what? I expected to be rugging up when I got back to Victoria and mm. sitting in at my gate at the airport, they had the weather up for – Melbourne, and it was actually, I was quite impressed because it was scrolling through saying Melbourne and then it was changing to Wurundjeri country. So, mm, hmm, hmm. that was good. So, well done, Perth Airport. But yes. it had the forecast for the next three days and I looked at it and I saw 24, 27, 27. I went, well, hang on, is that Perth? Is that the Perth? Have they got the Perth weather up there? No, shouldn't it be the Melbourne weather? I had to Google the bomb and, yeah, mm. fair enough. I've come home to 24 degrees in Melbourne. How good's that? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And for our international listeners, that's the Bureau of Meteorology, <laughs> the bomb. Yes, the bomb. The, the bomb. bomb. So, yeah, so it's uh, – oh, and we had an aurora last night. Wasn't that spectacular? <sighs> if Yeah, for anyone that hasn't seen – the images of that stretching so far north, just gorgeous. And just, you know, thanks very much, universe, because I had two weeks off where I could have potentially sat myself on a hill and stayed up for the aurora and the one day that I got to go back to work and get up early and I have two hours less sleep to do it, it puts on a show. <laughs> totally worth it. Totally <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Couldn't believe it when I woke up this morning. And if I'd actually woken up a little bit earlier and gone outside, I probably would have seen it out my front door. Yeah. Never mind. That's true. But oh. Tony and Jackie O'Connell did have some absolutely fabulous photos of the aurora. Yes. Yeah. And the colours are gorgeous. Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad to have seen it, uh, at least in images. Hmm. Yes. But, Ollie. Yeah. We- Come to the end of episode 331. Yeah, a bit of a longer one. Uh, thank you very much, Mel, for sharing more of your adventures during your time on the West Side. Thank you once again, everyone. Uh, I think you thanked uh, some of our gift givers, but I did not. So I really want to pass on my appreciation also uh, for the kindness of um, yeah some, some wonderful people. Uh, but uh, thanks for helping me relive it, Mel. That's okay. We can return to normal programming next week. But as always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That's it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures. Bye.